Welcome to Button Mash, the show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger, and with me to once more replace Chris because Chris has got one hectic weekend ahead of him. We've got Zach from the News to Reviews podcast. Zach, welcome back, man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm bloody stoked to be here again. This is going to be fun, but I've I figured out one issue with uh, this arrangement that we have going is that I don't bloody get to meet Chris. Uh, when, when the hell is that going to happen? I'm, be, I'm, I'm the better half of button mashing, so <laughs> you're not missing out on much, so don't, don't oh, okay, stress too much. Enough. Don't stress too much. Nah, we'll make it happen, man. We'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah, anyone who uses uh, fucking oath in their regular vernacular <laughs> is uh, definitely someone uh, good in my books, that's for sure. <laughs> it's his new catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> it's catching on man it's catching on we've got this yeah, dude so can, in america who he fucking yeah he loves it <laughs> yeah well, i could see uh button mash t-shirts with fucking oath on them for sure <laughs> i'm sure that would go down well i'd buy that i'd buy that <laughs> let's make it happen man so <laughs> we've uh as always we've got some news to talk about and also some games have been playing i haven't been playing too much but uh thankfully you have played quite a fair bit from the looks of it so um yeah, that that'll be that'll be your time to shine, I think. Mm, nice, too too much. I'm always playing a lot, but ah, there's never there's never too much. But I'm I fit it in there every everywhere I can. You know, it's uh yeah, it's what I love to do. Sounds good to me, man. That's what we need. That's what we need. All right, well, let's get into the news. So we're gonna start with some Need for Speed news, some EA news. We're, we're talking about the the big boys this week, the big companies that we we love especially i know you've got a uh a, a soft spot for activision blizzard which uh, we're going to talk about a little bit later uh but we'll start with ea we'll start small <laughs> with ea so the EA, little guys the indie developers yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> the little indie darlings uh, <laughs> ea um who's uh essentially uh moving the focus from uh, ghost games uh, from their work on Need for Speed for the past, I think it's been like seven years, which is insane. I, I didn't realize how long it had been since um, it, uh, it shifted from Criterion to Ghost. Um, and uh, yeah, it hasn't been a great run for them. But um, I did play Need for Speed Heat, which uh, I talked about on the show um a while ago when it came out i think uh i did the dodgies and uh bought the game at eb games um played it for a week and then returned it <laughs> classic move classic move. <laughs> but it was good man it, it's probably the best need for speed game that i've played in a very long time probably since the criterion days so criterion worked on a need for speed i think it was rivals and no most wanted and hot pursuit so two sort of reboots of the of some older Need for Speed games, and they were awesome. They were awesome. I've got them both on PlayStation Three, so that's how old they are. Uh, and then I think since we we switched to the current generation, Ghost Games took over with uh, yeah Rivals and whatever other pieces of shit they came up with. And then Need for Speed Aid, which was actually decent. Like, you, you haven't played it, have you? No, no, I haven't. I, I just figured out the last Need for Speed game I played was Hot Pursuit. So, 
uh, Criterion's second to last one they made. And yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That game was a lot of fun. I was, uh, yeah, classic Criterion sort of uh, arcade driving in the, uh, yeah. I remember the uh, the police element and whatnot was really well fleshed out. But yeah, no, Heat, I, I, I haven't played. Like I've seen it at work. It's quite popular at work as well too. But and I think it got kind of middling reviews, I, I think. It wasn't like it didn't review the greatest. So I was, I was like, yeah. wow. Not stellar reviews. It's not. Um, it's not reinventing the wheel or anything. Um, mm. But it was good. It was a. It was a decent racing game. It, it sort of went back to the roots a little bit, if you will. Um, mm. But yeah, trying to add that little gimmick of uh, you race during the day and it's all legal and stuff, and you get money. But then to get um, actual upgrades that you can use your money on, you race at night, and it's. Uh, illegal racing so all the cops come out and whatnot okay um and it's got that sort of risk and reward uh, element when you're racing at night which was cool and then if you get caught at night you lose all your progress that you've made that night you go back to daytime and do your thing and yeah so on and so forth and yeah i thought it was a lot of fun i'm, I'm planning on picking it back up uh when it goes down in price and i have a little bit more time to play games, which I keep saying that like it's going to happen when I know deep down it's it's not happening. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> it's yeah. only going to get yep. worse. Yep this uh, this year is a, a big year for games. Um, it's it's uh, did you did you play Onrush at all? It was some ex Criterion developers who made yeah. that game. It's a, a arcade driving game. Did you you played that one? Yeah. You know what? So that came out on PlayStation Plus for free a few months yep. ago. Yep. Chris and I got it. Fucking frothed it like <laughs> solidly for a, a a weekend. Yeah. And then we never went back to it. Yeah. Like, no, this and is I, such an awesome game. Yep. <laughs> Just now I, I had the same experience. I think I, I probably put in a good like four or five hours, but I, I was playing on my own as well, which all, is always less fun with uh, any kind of game you can play co-op, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Something about those weird fodder cars that, w- that you hit to get boost. Yep. Just kind of, um, I don't know, kind of lessen the the uh, the experience of crashing and whatnot. It just sort of made every car feel a little bit like fodder. Uh, whereas I liked, you know, the um, old school burnout games where you do a takedown and we go in slow motion and you'd see the yeah. car crumple and all that stuff. So I don't know. I get. I guess it just, you know, I, I just want the old burnout games again. That's what. That's all I want. <laughs> oh, feels, man. And I thought, where where a lot of people thought that's what we're going to get with. Uh, I think it was dangerous driving. Um, okay, never played uh, that one. You haven't played that? Uh, that no. came out not too long ago. I'm pretty sure it would have been last year. Um, it looks like Burnout. Um, I, I don't know. I've heard not so great things about it. Uh, but then when I've watched people play it, I was like, this looks fun. I haven't played it myself, but it's... Uh, yeah, so again, ex-Criterion uh, developers. I think it's the original... Um, the, the developers from Burnout 3 or 2? I think it was 3. Was it was it three oh, okay. takedown? Yeah, three is takedown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Revenge was after that. Yeah, so it's devs from Burnout Three, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know why I haven't played it actually. Hmm, maybe I'll pick it up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's a. I think we have a little bit of a lull right now. I think until Doom Eternal comes out. So yeah, it could be something uh, to check out for sure. Yeah. But, well, hopefully, with this news of Criterion taking over Need for Speed again, we might start seeing those, you know, slightly more 
burnout style games or something closer maybe to hot pursuit or most wanted or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Because I don't know if you remember this, but uh Criterion was supposed to be working on this like extreme sport game that they announced back at E three probably like two thousand twelve or something. Oh do you remember well, no, I don't remember that. Oh at shit, all. look that up. They're like they showed this huge trailer with you could do all sorts of shit, so like car racing, skydiving, and like all this crazy extreme sports shit. And it was supposed to be like some sort of uh multiplayer experience kind of thing. Okay. Um, like a shared world kind of experience and they're like yeah it's gonna be huge um and I, i'm pretty sure i'm like 99 sure that's why they switched um uh, devs for need for speed and and uh, gave it to ghost okay um, and then it just got scrapped <laughs> like the like ghost got uh you're saying that that Cri- game they were making got scrapped from 2012 is that what you're saying or yeah or- yeah yeah so criterion was oh, supposed to be working kidding. on it yeah, and it, it got scrapped. I just, when when was that scrapped? I'd never oh, heard about I it. Don't, I don't know, man. Um, let me let me have a quick a quick sus. It was Criterion, um, extreme sport game. Extreme. You you would have to think it. You, well, you would have think it'd be pretty recently if they're only just now taking over Need for Speed again. Because uh, otherwise, what else? Well, the th- well the thing is, Criterion's been um, assisting other studios like uh battlefront uh oh okay i think battlefield as well criterion's extreme sports racing game is dead 2016 and that's oh not that long ago e3 2014 it was announced okay okay um, so it's been development a couple of years yeah yeah but uh i mean well, that, that could have been interesting it always sucks when a, a developer is making something unique and then they end up you know get, getting effectively put on the back bench to do support for yeah. other bigger bigger um franchises it uh yeah that yeah. always sucks hopefully Let's... they can get a bit creative with the need for speed franchise again and breathe some life back into it i guess yeah yeah we hope so so uh ea has come out and said that uh essentially so ghost is apparently based in sweden um so they're going to move to the uk move everything to criterion who uh they're based in the in the uk and uh, apparently the reason for doing that is because there's uh, not that much talent, not, not much interest uh, for devs to join the team uh, in Sweden. So uh, they're switching to the UK where there's much more interest in uh, bringing in some new talent. Oh, ouch, um, come, come here. We need game jobs in Australia. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Remember, was it Bondi Games? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there used to be a couple. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. Sad times, sad times. But yeah, uh, yeah hopefully that, that means uh, yeah, good things. We're going to get a good Need for Speed game. Yes. Next gen, most likely. I mean, definitely, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will pick up a Criterion developed Need for Speed game for sure. Hell yeah. Hell that's yeah, a, can't wait. Yeah, that's what I want. All right. Well, that said, let's move on to our next topic. We're going to talk about some Overwatch, some Diablo. <laughs> um, man... I'll, I'll be honest with you. So what we're talking about here is uh, we've got a, a bit of a sizzle, sizzling news from um, old, mate, old mate Nick Van Dyke, president of Activision Blizzard, Zach's best mate, mm. um, put up on his LinkedIn page that, uh, yeah, he's been working on a TV adaptation of Blizzard Entertainment's IP, Diablo, for Netflix. 
and then also saying with his creative partner he's developed and sold an animated series based on blizzard's overwatch franchise which does not specify netflix but i gotta be honest man an overwatch anime i'm down i've been wanting that for a long time and i know i'm not the only one in the world because you were talking about uh, on your podcast um, about those wonderful cutscenes that Blizzard is known for, and I didn't deli- deliver with uh, Warcraft Three Reforged. <laughs> but holy moly, you played um, Overwatch at all? No, yeah. See, Over- Overwatch came out at a time when I was completely off online-only games. I, I'd been burnt quite badly by Evolve. I, I played Evolve <sighs> and I, 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 I believed all the hype. I got like, you know, four to six hours in. I'm like, yeah, this just isn't for me. I'm not one to just want to do the same thing over and over again. I did my time with Call of Duty back in the day. And then, I don't know, yeah, I just haven't been able to get into those kinds of uh, games. And then, So, yeah, I, I slept on Overwatch for sure. Maybe it's something I might... I might consider picking up Overwatch 2 if it comes out, uh, a pre-owned copy comes out at some point. <laughs> wow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, no, yeah, no Overwatch experience. So, But I know people really love the uh, cinematics that, that Blizzard makes and the, the sort of, uh, what are they, like, you know, 10-minute sort of short stories that they put out to sort of add, add more uh, characterization to the characters that they're playing, right? That's... Yeah, because essentially Overwatch is just an online multiplayer game, right? Mm. Um, so there's no sort of single player campaign or anything like that. So what they've been doing is every time a new character comes out, like you said, there's just a, a short uh, sort of cinematic uh, that gives a bit of yeah a bit of background story to the character, and uh, they've always been yeah pretty solid. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it, like every single time, it's like especially oh, I can't remember what the character's name was. He was this uh, big African dude with like a metal arm, um, and his cinematic was awesome. It was like a sort of anime style, not three D rendered. Um, and ever since that, people were like, "Okay, surely they're making a fucking Overwatch anime show." Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, apparently it's happening. So I'm pretty pumped, man. Ha- have a look if you get the chance. It looks fucking awesome. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, look, I, I, I totally, I totally check it out. I'm always down for uh, cool new shows to watch, and especially if it's video game based. I'm always, you know, rooting for video game media to to get a bit better. I, I didn't mind the Witcher show. I thought that was a lot of fun. So if they can, uh, if they can get get quality, sort of at least as good at that at that level, then yeah, it'll be good. But I, I think with all sort of video game TV shows and movies, it's it's always a big question mark. It's always a big wait and see. You just got to yeah. really hope they've put the budget into the writing and the, the characterization and whatnot. But considering how well they've done these uh, cinematics for Overwatch in the past, I think it's probably a pretty pretty safe bet, I'd say. Yeah, you'd hope so. You'd hope so. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, also apparently getting Diablo on Netflix. Dabbled into... Some Diablo yourself at all? See, I played Diablo 3 when I first got my PS4 and it was just a, a desert. There wasn't a ton to play on there and I was just looking for something to play. The remastered edition was, you know, or definitive, whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, had great reviews. So I thought I'd give it a crack, but just those kind of top-down dungeon crawler, hack and slash, I just... No, you think? Well, that, that one personally, I, yeah, I, I couldn't get into 
Uh, ch- ch- children of mortar that's a bit of a different story but uh, we'll talk about mm. that later anyway yeah. interesting mm. interesting but yeah diablo not really uh yeah not really my cu- uh, cup of tea i don't think but uh, but yeah it's it's super popular uh like my my co-host absolutely loves diablo so mm-hmm. and he's super pumped for diablo 4 so i've yeah. no doubt that a lot of people will be tuning in to watch some kind of uh, diablo uh, animation 100 percent. i mean yeah it's got some interesting lore in there i'm sure there's yeah there's a lot of stuff they could do so yeah, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's not, um, yeah, just a money grab with no heart. Yeah, well, look, I'll, I'll, I have a Netflix account anyway, so I won't That's feel thing, bad right? about yeah. watching it. It's not like I'm giving money to <laughs> Activision exactly. Blizzard. So, yeah, yeah, I can watch this. <laughs> exactly. I just want to clarify, like... Um, like I have nothing you, you against hate the, Activision. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yes, that for sure. But I have nothing <laughs> against the developers who work there or the games that they make. It's the business practices from the managers and the higher ups there. I just think they're absolutely poisonous and insidious. And just and look, I don't begrudge anyone for buying their games. You know what I mean? I'm like, but me personally, I'm not going to ever give them another cent. I'm uh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> If they bring out a Crash Bandicoot game, I will. Uh, I'll buy it if it comes out. Uh, if if someone uh, returns it, and I can buy it pre-owned. That way <laughs> so they don't get it. That way they don't the get a dollar. But uh, other than that, then uh, yeah, no, I don't think. Uh, yeah, they will be seeing any money from me anytime soon. <laughs> That's fair enough, man. Fair enough. That's my Taking little rant stand. about Activision Blizzard. Anyway, <laughs> taking a stand. I like it. I like it. Um, all right, let's move on to another Activision game. Modern Warfare Warzone apparently is coming out in March. So uh, you mentioned you haven't played uh, Call of Duty in a while. Um, so Season 2 of Modern Warfare just came out a couple of weeks ago. And in the main menu, you've got, uh, I think it was three sections. It was uh, Campaign, Multiplayer, and Spec Ops, I believe was the third one. Um, so since season two dropped, you have a fourth section. So it's just on your screen. It's divided in four sections and you select which mode you want to play. Right. So since season two dropped, there's been a new slot added, but it's just grayed out and people would, you know, try speculating what it would be. Um, and evidently you've got those, those good old data miners that, uh, yeah, uh, uncovered that it would be their new version of a battle royale game called Warzone. It sounds fucking hectic. So they're saying that it's, uh, yeah, VGC reports that uh, apparently it will be coming out early March, so March 3rd or March 10th, because um, every update that's been released so far has come out on a Tuesday. So pretty safe bet there. But Battle Royale with 200 players, that's that's a lot of players, man. That's a lot of players. Yeah, that, that that's intense. I've I got to say, there hasn't been a Call of Duty in a lot of years until this one that's actually enticed me to want to to play it. Like, I'm, I'm very seriously considering getting a pre-owned copy of this at this point. I, I saw that they've also just added 
Rust in recently, which, yes. oh, oh, God, Rust was my jam back <laughs> in the day. Modern Warfare 2, that was, you know, mwah, those akimbo shotguns. Yes. Like, they were way too OP, but <laughs> it was so far. You can shoot people from so far away. Yeah. Uh, you hate so, when they're used against you, but when you use them, oh, oh Lord. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're basically John Wick in uh, Call of Duty, really. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but like, yeah, this Warzone, uh, this, uh, like, I, th- I think it said it's similar to the, the Warzone mode or something that they had in the previous game or something like that or that's what this is going to be called it, it 200 people yeah it's it sounds bloody interesting like sounds intense either yeah well yeah I how, how many is in apex legends oh, i haven't uh, uh, apex i, haven't I think it. is 60 so it's squads of three oh, wow. and uh 60 players it's definitely not 100 it's either 80 or 60 i'm pretty sure it's 60 uh, yeah, and PUBG's a hundred. So would this be the the largest one, largest battle royale as of yet? As far as I know, yeah. I don't know of any other BR game that's got two hundred players. That's mental. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I personally think <laughs> it's too much. Uh, <laughs> because the thing is, so to have two hundred players, it's uh, you got to assume the map's going to be massive yes right to be able to contain 200 players number one and also not have everyone just land together and just have just fuck each other up in two seconds right um if it's too big and you have i don't know people landing in different areas and someone lands in a remote area where no one else is and you're just looking around for for some action for you know half an hour i don't know and nothing's happening like i don't know i mean surely they know what they're doing for they're releasing it now and the game's been out for for quite a few months um i'm I'm really intrigued by this i'm really intrigued uh what's got me really interested i mean you got the the ping mechanic from uh, that was brought in uh when apex came out apex legends um which is one of the best mechanics in a br game every other br game is copying it yeah, um, can can we please all just agree now that if you're going to make a co-op or a games of a service game, that you will just include that ping system because holy man. crap, it, it, yeah, it it is so essential. It's so good. In but Borderlands Three was my first experience with it because I haven't played Apex Legends, and yeah, yeah. I, was, I was I was spamming that shit. It was so useful, so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, so they're bringing that in. Uh, the interesting part for me though is this plunder mechanic. So. You can find this currency called plunder uh, during the game. You can use that to buy stuff during the game. Here we go. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't see it as like a microtransaction thing. It's, it's all like during okay. the game that you're playing, right? So you can't okay. Take so, it- so, so there's not going to be any chance to to buy the, this plunder currency. Then <laughs> that's that's what I'm wondering. Or uh, I mean, are they you- going to sell boosters and be like, you can earn double the plunder? If you just spend five dollars on our boosters, <laughs> this, so, yeah, I always get a bit skeptical as soon as I hear about yeah, another currency coming into play. I mean, play. if if that happens, I'm sure that would cause an uproar. Because here's the thing, right? You're carrying say a hundred plunder with you, and I just pop around the corner and just shoot you in the head, and you die. You lose your plunder, and I can pick it up. Okay. Yeah. So imagine then, you spent real money on yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll fucking shit you and take your money. Yeah, yeah. Fucking no way. Surely not. God's green, God's green earth that, that they would do that. <laughs> Surely I would hope, not. I would, I would hope not. I think, yeah, they, I think they would have learned their lessons <laughs> by now. But 
hey, oh no, they can continue to surprise. Like, yeah, no, nothing can shock me after the uh, NBA 2K20 <laughs> gambling demo with, with so bad. What the casino fuck? slots in there. So, so yeah, bad. Well, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I don't know about that people would be up in arms about. Yeah, that. no. So, so I think I think this can be really interesting. I don't see them mm. using any sort of microtransaction with that because that would ruin the whole point of it, essentially. Yeah. Because it's it's a whole like risk and reward thing. So you yeah. you you stack up that plunder and then you can spend it on better gear during that game that you're playing. Oh, at the time. so it doesn't carry over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You can bank it, but when you do during the game, everyone else in the game is alerted that you're trying to bank your money. So there's okay. a target on your back. Nice. So if you have time to bank it, good for you. You can use it next game, but there's a chance that someone might find you and kill you because they know that you're you're. That's what you're trying to do, which I think is pretty cool. It'll be like the the dark zone in uh, in the division. When you're trying to take your gear out, or you get the helicopter to come over and pick your shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that can be really interesting. It's like, oh, do I use my money now? Do I try to save it, but run the chance of getting killed because people will know where I am? Um, yeah, I think that I think that can be yeah really cool if um, executed properly. The other thing is, if you get killed in the game it's not the end of it you go into a little 1v1 game against another dead player and you get the chance to come back i think that's interesting i'll probably lose every single time but uh, that's cool <laughs> that is a fucking awesome idea that is right. uh, yeah, I, I gotta take off my hat to them for that one that that is a really cool idea like it's just it's the 1v1 me on rust but they're making it an actual <laughs> part of the game you know like yeah. It just feeds in a, the meta of Call of Duty. Yeah, that's a that's a very smart decision for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty excited, man. I I've picked up the game. It's uh, it's definitely one of the one of the good ones. One of the good ones. All right. All right. I, I may <laughs> may have to get a pre-owned copy. <laughs> may have to. I'll 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 see how I go. I don't know. <laughs> there is there. Yeah, as I said, there's a bit of a desert of games at the moment. There's not a ton coming out at the moment. So maybe maybe it's a one to pick up. This 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 narrative, the single player story, also sounded interesting to me. Like I'm always I always enjoy the the spectacle that is there. Yeah. Single player narratives always have some good sequences and whatnot in there. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe maybe I will. Yeah, no, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> even pre-owned copies are still not that cheap yet. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see how it goes. When are pre-owned copies ever actually cheap? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> like a year or two after the game. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Much, yeah. You gotta wait a while, man. You gotta wait yep. a while. Yep. Uh all well, right. Isn't, uh, isn't the uh the, yep. the, the Warzone mode going to be a free mode though as well too? Yes, yes. So, so apparently maybe so <laughs> maybe buy that battle pass. I think I'm in the clear. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they are saying that it'll be a standalone game essentially. So you can download it for free, play the, the Warzone mode, and then in there there'll be little banners saying, Hey, hey, hey you, come over here. See this? If you click on this button, you can buy Modern Warfare and have the full experience. And mm. I can see that being spammed everywhere. 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see that being a successful model. Like something like, I, I don't know. Like who, who's ever done that before in the past and had to be successful? Oh yeah, Fortnite. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I. That was a very smart decision making. The battle royale mode, free to play. Yeah, shit. Yeah, they're they're making the right choices here. Activision Blizzard. They're 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 making the right decisions. Let's see. Let's see how they can fuck it up. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I personally think it comes from. Uh the success that their mobile game is uh has accomplished so i mean it, it got like a few awards for like best uh mobile game last year and it's clearly making them lots of money mm. uh, so you think they're, they're just sort of shifting all their microtransactions to the mobile market or something hey i'm cool with that i'm, I'm totally cool with that I, I haven't had time to play mobile games for uh, like nah. since i've started this podcast now so if they want to Put all the insidious stuff on there. <laughs> I'm happy to play some uh, games with uh, less microtransactions <laughs> and more consoles and PCs for sure. Yeah, I mean, I did say they're, they're trying to shift their focus to... that. That's where they think the future is. That's where the money is, according to Activision, mobile games. So, yeah, put yeah, all yeah. Your, your, yeah, your poisonous microtransaction bullshit in your mobile games and, yeah, keep them out of our AAA titles, please, please. <laughs> um yeah i mean as far as i know personally i haven't had any uh sort of complaints about uh modern warfare so far so it does have a battle pass that apparently will carry over into that Warzone mode as well um i have not purchased it i do not play the game enough to justify getting the battle pass there's nothing in there that all that really entices me that much um it's just your classic battle pass thing right which is you know your skins and whatnot little yeah. dongles for your gun and whatnot so yeah all cosmetic right yeah 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 so that's i think that's great so yeah. people play the game a lot have got that carrot at the end of the stick pay a little bit more money and you get all these cool things that's fair enough but um it's not sort of you know shoved down your throat or anything like that which is good you can still definitely play the game without having any of that um you get access to all the maps um no matter what sort of uh, tier of um the title you've got you get all the new maps all the updates for free which is awesome so yeah i'm i'm glad to see developers moving to uh, battle passes rather than loot boxes because it's definitely less insidious than loot boxes the random elements with loot boxes and whatnot were yeah definitely yeah. not right so i'm yeah th- th- this shift has has been good that's for sure definitely definitely so yeah, I look forward to uh, playing the game with you very soon, Zach. Um, but <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's move on to the next topic, man. We've got some No Man's Sky news. We haven't spoken about No Man's Sky in quite a while. I wonder if when the the last update that Chris and I played, if it was if we were even doing butt mash then. I think we might have been. Um, I can't remember which one it was. I know there's there was a another huge one that came out last year that i definitely haven't played and then there was the the big big one that brought in like multiplayer and whatnot uh which i think was no man's sky next i can't remember anyway that's the last time i played it yeah that was it it was next yeah yeah what was the most recent one do you remember 
Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. No. I thought, was it like next 2.0 or something like that? <laughs> it was a different word. I mean, what? it doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it just wasn't enough for me to, to go back in. But I, I just love the, the story of that, that entire game. Um, how, you know, we had Sean Murray talk, talk it up so much and ended up telling some porkies and, um, yeah, making up for it. I mean, like, I was following the development of that game where, like, at some point their their studio got flooded and they, they had to move and lost a whole bunch of shit and game came out, didn't deliver on its promises and they hid away from all the death threats and whatnot and actually kept working on the game and ended up delivering on, on their promises, like, two years later... Um, and they're still they're still updating the game with like it's actually good now. I mean, like you you told me before we started recording that it's not your cup of tea. At what, at what point did you play the game? By the way, I, I played it about I think it was about two years ago because it was okay. twenty sixteen, so it's been out for like four years now, right? Yeah, like it's been yeah, been a long long yeah. while. So yeah, I think it was a rough a year and a half, two years ago. I can't remember if it was right before or right after the next update, but. Yeah, look for for me personally, I I I wasn't expecting it to be my kind of game, but I I picked it up because it was super cheap. Like there was so many copies around, so many people returned their copies yeah. around release time. Uh, and yeah, like it, it's for me, I just spent a few hours just shooting lasers at rocks, and I'm like I can understand why people would get really into this because you have the whole base building aspect, but. For me, yeah, it was it just not my cup of tea. But I'm, I'm I, I do love the story around it. I think it's great that they stuck with it and they they kept their promises. And one of the big things that they they didn't do, which is great, is that they didn't charge anyone for any of these updates. Yeah. They, they all this work that they've done, they just released it as as updates that you download straight to your console, no charge at all. And yeah, and then people and, and people are having a lot of fun with it. So yeah. It's, developers keeping their promises and and you know, people having some fun stuff to play it's always always good in my books for sure yeah 100 percent. so the reason why we're bringing up no man's sky today is because there is going to be another new update i don't even know if it's i think it's already out even or maybe it's coming out shortly but they're bringing in living ships living ships i think that's really interesting like that's that sort of makes me want to go back in Especially, like, the game has never been very big. I think altogether it's still, like, 15 gig or something like that, which is nothing compared to the big titles that we're getting these days. Um, so it's not even that bad, even with Australian internet, to just put the disc in, reinstall it, and go back in for maybe a few hours, a weekend, a week or two, whatever it is, and then delete it again. Um, <laughs> but living ships, I think, is... Yeah, I, I think that's really interesting. So, so essentially, uh, you can start this quest, this quest line, uh, follow the call of the void egg, apparently. Um, so then that kicks off some, uh, yeah, this quest line where you go and explore the ancient Corvax experiments that led to the birth of these interstellar beings, where you can also get your own. So you grow this organism um, that grows up into a, a ship. Uh, and just like most of the game, it's all procedurally generated, uh, which is cool. So you, you kind of don't know what sort of ship you're going to get. Uh, but then how it works is instead of getting parts and upgrading your ship like you do with all the other ships in the game, 
it's actually got internal organs that determine what sort of abilities your ship's going to have. Um, and you can sort of work it out that way. You go, uh, yeah, I want to upgrade this part. But so, uh, yeah, you just got to nurture your ship, they say. Nurture your ship towards the specs that you want to see. I think that's really interesting. I'm into Man, this. I, I'm just I'm just picturing the developers like sitting in a boardroom, <laughs> all high as fuck on mushrooms <laughs> and going... Hey guys, what 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 about a living ship? I don't know where it's from. <laughs> I think they're actually from the UK, but <laughs> but like, oh yeah, like like what an awesome, super weird idea. Anytime right. developers do something that like just I, I could never have thought of, I'm always <laughs> what? interested. Like that, what? Yeah, great idea. Like uh, I'm definitely considering jumping back in. I think I might have bought it while it was on special on the playstation store which if so all i gotta do is hit download again so there you go oh i like it yeah like no man's sky not not much could get me back in there but a, a living spaceship like that i'm so into this man give me a give me a my my spaceship is also my pet i mean <laughs> come on man what else if do they, you need if they make it sentient like i wonder if it has organs in that does that mean it has to eat like it's going to have to consume something to use as fuel, I guess. Does that mean that its exhaust would just be like 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 noxious gases, like fart, basically? <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a lot of questions here, and I, I, I definitely want to jump in so I can figure all this shit uh, out. And like you said, it's going to be free, so why not, right? Fuck yeah. No, yeah. living spaceships. Oh, fucking yeah. oath, as Chris would say. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we should jump in together. We yes. should. Yes. Go back in together, just build our little base together, have our little pet ships, <laughs> become friends. Start a little life on a, on a, yeah. on a uh, planet somewhere. Sounds good. <laughs> a little, little spaceship farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, no, this, yeah, what a, what a cool idea. I, I don't know how they come up with it, but I'm super glad that this is this is happening or, or has already happened. Yeah, I'll have to jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have a sus. It, it doesn't look like it's a major update as it's going to bring in some, some more quality of life stuff as well as those uh, living spaceships. Uh, it's going to introduce new space encounters and enhance some off-planet experiences. So, yeah, all all good stuff. It sounds like so. Yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna go back in. I just remembered as well that uh, they brought in a VR mode where you can play the game in VR. So I need to. I, I don't know why I haven't tried that yet. You have a PSVR. I do. I'm I jealous. Do. It just sits there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I played. I played um, Firewall Zero Hour. Uh, Okay. when i became free on ps plus it's a fucking blast dude okay. it's oh my god like just that is i think would be worth getting it i mean it, it, it they're pretty cheap at the moment right you can get one for like 250 bucks or something like that yeah depend if you get it like in a in a bundle like a it's bundle. a bit more but i think you could buy like a second hand one for around that price but that's i think without a camera does it come so, with yeah, a sweat that, with a what sorry with a sweat from the previous owner or yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could not do that i, I yeah, could not I'd, do that yeah. i'm not, I'm not <laughs> sure if i'd be into that either fuck that <laughs> i could nah no way just thinking about it oh my god um but there's some solid titles on there man like have you, have you played uh blood and truth i've heard really good things about that what did you think 
It's it's good. It's um it's got this like sort of cheesy action movie storyline, so yeah. but it, it it does it well. It's like you've been captured, you're being interrogated, you're in this room and this guy's like asking you all these questions like why did you do this? What happened? blah blah blah. And then it goes into flashbacks and that's when you play the missions. Um it's done it's done pretty well. It's like kind of on rails a little bit. Um so you don't move your character around, but you like still aim and whatnot. And it's just cool how they've done it in terms of the actions that you're doing. Like you've got these like ammo pouches strapped to your chest. So you got to like actually pull them off your chest and chuck them in your gun. And that's how you reload or like lock picking where you're actually doing it with your hands. And uh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, putting some C4 on the wall, that kind of shit and like arming it. It's... It's really cool. It it feels it feels good. You you feel like a badass playing this game. It's it's done really well. Um, it, 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 would you recommend playing it with the move controllers, or is it all right without yeah, without those? Yeah, yeah, you need the move controllers. A hundred percent. It's okay. it's it's not the same. See, it's, that's another thing. Move controllers don't come with it, and not there another like a hundred and thirty dollars on top of that. It's a it's a big investment right now to get PSVR. Like it's cheap compared to other VR sets for sure. But like if you add it all all up, the, you're looking at like the like more than the cost of uh, of a console really. So r- right now for me, uh, I don't think I can jump in. Maybe oh. when the PS5 comes out and they they bring out the the, the I think inevitable PSVR two or whatever they're going to call it, then uh, maybe I'll I'll jump in then. But I'll. For now, it's just yeah. I don't know <laughs> if I if I win the lotto, then I'll, <laughs> then I'll do it. I, I, I want to try and go to PAX this year, so <laughs> yes, that's going to take priority over getting a VR headset. I think. Yeah, no, nah, fair call, fair call, man. Um, all right, that was a good tangent. Let's now <laughs> yes. move into the games that uh, we've been playing this week, and uh, yeah, you got some bangers in there, man. Children of Morta is a game that I've been wanting to play and it's like that's the shitty thing right it's like I, I i think i've spoken about that meme like a million times on the show but like you know the one where it's like when you're when you're younger and you don't have enough money to buy games but now uh, you're, you're all grown up you have all, all this money and all these games but no time to play them yep like literally i have children of mortar on my xbox because of game pass like i haven't even bored the game i've got it I just haven't played it. It's ah uh, breaks my heart. But you've played it, so please tell me about Children of Mortar. Okay, so Children of Mortar is developed by a Dead Mage and published by Eleven Bit Studios, and it's a, it's an indie game, a roguelike uh, dungeon crawler. Uh, with, with with but also with like a good narrative and whatnot as well, with a sort of hack and slash gameplay. And look, as, as I was talking about with Diablo, normally this isn't my kind of game. I'm just not really into those top-down kind of games. But something about the the art style in this grabbed me. It's that sort of pixel art art style, but it's super elaborate. The environments all look amazing. And then just the the combat as well is just super addictive. Um, I've been playing through... It's it's You can play through co-op as well. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. I, I didn't oh. know until I started playing. Um, I don't think it's online. I think it's split screen. I'd, I'd have to double check that though. But I've been playing with a friend of mine, Torja. Shout out to Torja. And playing at co-op was a, a ton of fun because there's range characters and close range characters. 
Uh, so you can sort of, you know, manage enemies in, in that kind of a way. But, uh, but yeah, no, Children of Mortar, I'm, I'm enjoying. I, I haven't got too far into it yet. I've only just finished through the first dungeon and I think I died like three or four times to, to get to that stage. But that's all part of, of the game as it is a roguelike. You're, you're supposed to die. When, when you die, you kind of know that you're still progressing because they'll give you like small story uh, uh, moments like uh, with this wonderful uh, voice narration and, uh, and, and very well written as well too. Uh, but yeah, great game. Definitely, um, I don't know, man. Maybe, uh, maybe put down Elder Scrolls Online for a little while and then uh, pick this one up. But does your does your missus play games? I think it might be one that she could want to check out with you. I don't know. She doesn't know. Um, okay. She plays. She plays a couple. Um, she plays Mario Kart, Mario Party, Picross. Okay. And that's about it. Well, she's into more simple sort of games. This is pretty much like you just point your right stick and shoot. So it could be a fun one for you two to play together. It's definitely a, a cool game to play with someone, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, e- even on your own, like my, the first uh, the first like 20 minutes, half an hour I played on my own and uh, that that was still fun because it's, 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 it's gorgeous. The narration's great. Uh, it's it's all all the dungeons are randomly generated, mm-hmm. uh, so every time you go in there, it's a it's a slightly sort of different experience. You know, some little bits and pieces will remain the same, um, and you'll find like certain things along the way that that will come back with you when you go back to your sort of uh, home area, which is like your, your house, like which is essentially your hub world where a lot of the narrative and whatnot will take place. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm like for for something that's not normally my kind of game. I'm definitely having a lot of fun with it. I can see why it was it was really well received by critics when it came out uh, September yeah. of last year. Um, I'm a big fan of Jim Sterling, and in in his uh, Jim Pressions, he absolutely gushed over over this game. And I can I can see why it was uh, it was funny actually. I, I kind of felt. Uh, like almost obliged to get it because I I, I, I was really super late watching that Jim Pressions. I, I, I when I watched it I like I watched it like right before I picked up Children of Mortar. And another podcast I was listening to the the guest they had almost mentioned they were playing it. They loved it. The host mentioned it was one of his favorite uh... games. And then my friend Torja recommended it to me as well, saying it was an awesome game. I'm like, well, I don't really have a choice at this point. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy. Oh, and it was on special at work too. It was only fifteen bucks. So, oh, nice. It, it, I just I didn't have a choice in the matter. I had to pick up Children of Mor- Children of Mortar, and I am stoked I did. It's a it's a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely give it a play, man. Definitely uh, yeah, give it a crack. Sure did, did you buy it on on PC or console or? No, no. So so I've just got it on Game Pass on Xbox. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, you can just pick it up and, oh, God. That's what That's I mean. Annoying. Like, I have no excuse. One of the things that annoys me about being a, a Sony pony, about being a, a PlayStation pleb, is that I don't. Get... <laughs> PlayStation pleb. Fucking Game Pass sounds so cool, man. Like, it I want them is. to bring PS Now here, but, like, you know, make it good, you know, so we can download Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't see that happening anytime soon, man. I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to hold your breath, yeah. <laughs> god uh but now game pass is oh my god i've uh the the amount of times i've talked about game pass people probably think i'm sponsored by microsoft but i mean it's such good value and there's always like specials as well like the one i've got at the moment i've paid 15 dollars for three months of game pass ultimate so i've got game pass xbox um xbox live gold for three months and Xbox um, Game Pass on PC as well. 
for $15, $5 a month for three months. Do they give you like a spreadsheet so you can figure all that out? There's so <laughs> there is a lot going on there. What What do you mean? Oh, what you well, get? Like, it's all all the different. Uh, like I didn't know there was Game Pass Ultimate and like it just. Oh, that's it's the only thing about it to me. Yeah, you got to have live and gold. Or whatever. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't know if they do it separately anymore. I think they just do Xbox Live Ultimate. So it, essentially, if you got X, uh, just normal Game Pass, okay, you just get. Game Pass, like you have access to this library of games. Okay. Um, game Pass Ultimate gives you um, Game Pass for your PC and Xbox plus Xbox Live Gold, so you can play online and all that in the uh, one package. Oh, so you can get Game Pass without having Xbox Live now? Yeah. Oh, because initially when it started, you had to have Game Pass on top of that, right? Or, uh, or... No, 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 no. No, because okay, I, well... yeah, I had it without. For there you go. Well, I have been lied to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on, on what games you're getting, right? So if you get Sea of Thieves on it and you don't have Xbox Live, well, you can't play it because you need to play online. Uh, but all the single-player games, no, definitely not. You you okay. could just have Game Pass and play offline. I've done that plenty of times. Um, but, uh, yeah, value for money, holy shit, it's so good. It's yes. like everyone should be doing that. Like... Oh, and it's obviously and it, working for them. Yeah, and and anyone out there who has Game Pass, please play Children of Mortar. It's a it's a good game. If you especially if you like pixel art, dungeon crawlers, then it's just a it's a no brainer. Like and roguelikes, it's it's definitely a no brainer. But for someone like me who isn't isn't into those kind of games, maybe check it out. You know, like maybe this is the one for you. Mm. I heard, yeah, the narrative especially is uh, really well done in between. Uh, when you go into dungeons and stuff so when you go in and you die do you go back to the start and then like do you go back to the house and then you have to go back in and it's you go back to the house because that's where you'll do a lot of your upgrading and whatnot so you go back to the house you get prepared for the next go through the dungeon basically it's it's a lot about incremental improvement you know what i mean the first time the first dungeon the spo- spoilers the dungeon has a boss at the end yeah <laughs> the, uh, the, the first uh, boss i came across just absolutely kicked our asses like it absolutely like destroyed us but each each time we'd get back there we get that little bit further to the point where we just dominate them and then when you do when you finally dominate them you just get that 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 awesome feeling uh, because you've sort of had to work your way up there to get to that point so i'm 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 under, understanding what gets people addicted to these kind of games now. That's for sure. So does the dungeon change every time you go back in? That's right. So it will change uh, uh, like a little bit in layout and just, but basically, where all the chests and the different traps and all the environmental stuff that will all move. And there'll also be some kind of uh, yeah story things like uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything because I think of like all the little things that you find along the way uh, add a lot to what the game is. But you know, like well, one of them, you, you find someone who who uh, ends up uh, doing some of your upgrades and whatnot for you. I won't spoil what that is, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's, there's, there's always interesting things to find whenever you're going into a dungeon, even though you may be doing that dungeon for the fourth or, or fifth time. So yeah, they've, they're, normally I'm not the biggest fan of procedural generation, but uh, gener- uh, generation, but it's so, it's, uh, uh, it, it's, it's, it's so simple, the map layout and whatnot. It, it, it just really works for this. Like they can mix things up a lot without, you know, breaking the game or anything like that. And yeah, it's it's cool. Definitely cool. Sweet, man. Sweet. 
Now, talk to us about the big release of the week. Dreams. Oh, yes. So Dreams came out. Now, Dreams uh, announced all the way back in what, 2013 or, or, or something like that. It was a... It was a long time ago. It was one of those ones that was just sort of stuck in development hell, developed by Media Molecule, mm -hmm. uh, the beloved developers behind Little Big Planet. Uh, now, now, Dreams, another one of those games that I, I basically picked it up because it was something that you know, looked vaguely interesting. I wanted to talk about it, but if, if I wasn't doing a podcast, I don't know if I would have grabbed it because I'm not <laughs> the most creative person. I'm not going to be making levels in this. It, it's going to take weeks. And, you know, like, I like playing the games. Developers all seem very depressed. <laughs> and I don't want to join the likes of them in that, uh, that, that mission of, of, of making those games. It just, it just, it looks like an absolute nightmare. So, but, you know, I, I like the potential of what Dreams is. And, and, I, and I have had some fun with it, that's for sure. I tried playing a little bit of, of uh, Art's Dream, which is the sort of you know faux main story that they've made for it it goes apparently goes for a few hours I, I couldn't I couldn't finish it it wasn't it just wasn't doing enough for me the thing that everyone likes to sort of spout about that is that you know they change the uh, the gameplay style as you're playing it's like yeah they change the gameplay style but you know it's each one they do they don't do a very you know polished or, or stellar job of it uh, yeah like like games like uh, near automata you know like years and years ago uh changed gameplay styles far far better than what they did in this and this is something created by media molecule the people who created this engine so this is i don't know what i'm assuming is the peak sort of polish that you can get to we'll have to wait and see in the future but yeah that the, the art stream wasn't really for me but i've played a, a, a lot more of uh creations that that just regular people have made and there's been some really cool ones. Like there was uh, one I, I played uh, yesterday called Opposite Day 2 colon Regular Day, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> I, I love the title of that one. It's made by Mr. Casey Jones. And it's basically a bit of a, I guess, like a Stanley Parable-ish uh, sort of puzzle game, I guess. It's basically just a whole bunch of silly text that he's left around the point. But it's it's just really a, a real silly sense of humor. Unfortunately, I couldn't get through it because I hit a game-breaking bug. Oh. Uh, but what I played of it, I thought was really neat and creative, and it, it it brought a smile to my face. So, like like something like that, so that makes me see the potential. Or there was a, a someone made the uh, startup screen from PlayStation One. If you want to search for it in Dreams, it's called PlayStation One Startup, and it was made by NGM nineteen ninety two, and they fucking nailed the sound. I'd like I, I I don't know how they recreated this. It was really cool. A friend of mine from work sent that through to me, and he said I, I don't know how they did this without some kind of outside help. So like, mm. it's it's already cool to see some of the stuff that people are coming out with. Um, uh, PT the remake of PT. Mm. That's probably the one I've been the most impressed with. Uh, it I, I got my co-host Lockie to play it before our recording last week and it was so entertaining watching him like squirm uh while, pl while playing that because he never played it when it came out years and years ago and i forgot how bloody scary it was yeah quite, quite a good job of recreating it the only like issue with it at all was you look down and you can see the little imp belly there the imp is sort of your character that you will use to navigate and uh, control the environment and whatnot Oh, in, right. uh, in dreams so they obviously just haven't put a character model in there yet but that, that seems to be a pretty 
a common thing in dreams they for the character you're playing as to be either an imp or just like the uh the mannequin uh, basically, but the and then the last one I'll bring up because I know I'm, I'm going on for a while here is uh, uh, Hello World, a surreal short by Rigorous Mortis. Now, this one only goes for five minutes and I won't spoil anything there, but it's definitely worth a search. It's like a, a quick, easy experience and it's got a really cool ending. Um, um, check it out. So, yeah, there's there's definitely some cool stuff out there on Dreams. It's just that. Like I showed you, I just went through about like four different games there. I had to play through probably about 50 or 60 to get that amount that I wanted to, to speak oh, about. Shit. Really. So <laughs> there's a lot of janky stuff on there. There's a lot of cool stuff, which is just like a little experience, like people just recreating environments and concepts. So I think at this stage, it's it's too early to really give a verdict on Dreams. You know, it's only just mm-hmm. been released out into the wild fully uh, for for a week now, so I think uh, it, it it takes weeks and even months to to make games and dreams, depending on how mm. extravagant you want you want to get. So I don't think we're going to really start seeing a lot of really cool stuff for probably like you know the next six months to a year or something like that. So, but it's definitely one that I'm glad I've got it, and I'm probably going to sort of periodically check it out every now and again just to sort of see what's come out or you know look up some lists of the coolest things that have been made in dreams recently and go check out whatever's whatever people are talking about um do do you have any interest in in picking up dreams at all i kind of did i think i did say i was going to pick (laughs) it up you heard me talk about it though (laughs) no i mean no that that definitely got me interested i was looking at it uh before we started recording as well and there's there's a whole bunch of, of stuff like you said there's there's millions of games that or short experiences that people have made and some of them sound really good. I, I, especially I love those homage kind of experiences where it's like, like you said, PT, which you can't mm. find anywhere anymore. Like they've ported yes. off everything. Um, and things like, I think it was like the first level of one of the Spyro games was recreated in there. It looks awesome. Um, oh, what was it? I, I think... I don't know if that was done before the game actually came out, but I mean, we know that the game was in beta for, for months, uh, but there was, I don't know if you've seen that one. It was The Last of Us, uh, but made as a PS1 game with PS1 graphics. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that one. See, there's so so much cool stuff that I've missed. Yeah. And even a lot of the stuff I've played has been from the beta, like PT was made during the beta and whatnot as well too, mm. so... Oh, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff to check out. Yeah, I, I think I might do uh, what you just hinted at there. That it's going to be a little while until we see some some good, solid experiences. So yeah, I'll probably pick it up later on down the track, maybe in six months' time, eight months' time, something like that, mm. uh, when there's a price drop. Um, and yeah, just have access to all these crazy games that people are making. So, yeah. I, th- I think the average price for it right now too is around like fifty nine ninety five. So I'm sure like in six months it will probably come down to like forty thirty bucks or yeah. something like that. But look, if, if you're if if you're a you know a budding game developer and you're too intimidated by Unity or Unreal Engine or something like that, and you already own a PS4, then you know maybe it's a, a good way for you to sort of have a crack and see what all the all the fuss is about. See why all these developers are so depressed. <laughs> 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 and, and anxious uh uh yeah um then, then may, yeah maybe check out dreams but i'd, I'd say if you're just you just want to play games um oh, yeah maybe yeah maybe hold out maybe maybe do what roger's doing I, mm. i'd say 
this might be a good idea, which sucks because I, I do think Media Molecule des- deserves to be supported because they're, they've they've done something really cool here and they've, they've done something different, which is not a lot of, you don't see a lot of that in the AAA space these days. So yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed it does well and they, uh, they get to keep supporting dreams and it just keeps on uh, getting better into the future. Mm, yeah how, how does it uh how does it run i've it, it actually runs really well i'm i've there's there's been one game it was like a fallout 4 demo that someone had recreated which they got they nailed the main menu and whatnot but uh the frame rate was pretty shoddy in that but mm-hmm. then everything else like it loads into games really quickly like like the longest okay. it's taken is like maybe like 10 seconds to load load a game which is really impressive and then you can just jump straight back out into the menu so you can really try a lot of things without it being too cumbersome which is a a very smart move on their behalf you can sort of fall down the rabbit hole a bit just because it's so easy to jump in and out of games but yeah but i I think due to all of it being made in the same engine like there's sort of like this weird fuzziness to everything you're Mm. seeing a lot of the same textures and whatnot across different games and whatnot so there's a bit of give and take with all that. Like, yeah, it runs super well, but like it's, I, I don't think you're going to see anyone make anything that's going to rival anything that we see made by your regular game developers. Yeah. Or even indie game developers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very interesting. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, like on one side, I'm like, yeah, I do want to support them. Um, on the other hand, um a cheap pass and i don't want to pay full price for it <laughs> yeah no nah, totally man like at their games it's not a not a charity for the developers <laughs> if, if yeah if you don't want to buy the game then yeah anyone out there don't don't spend your money i just it, i just yeah i just think it'll be one of those cases where i've done that way too many times so i buy the game pay full price and then i don't play it and then by the time i play it it's dropped down in price i could have play, paid the lower price yep you know yep. what i mean Yep, like, totally. So it happened to me with uh, Days Gone. It, uh, yeah, we dropped out in price like slightly, like a week after I bought it. it was oh, like, see, that's, after, that's I still only nice. paid like 40 bucks for it or something. Oh, like okay. There's, there's nothing extravagant, but still. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, man. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about The Division 2 because um, I don't know if that's a coincidence or you just jumped on that, uh, that price drop on the year one pass which was only like it's like 12 dollars or something mm, uh, well well uh, it was it was it was funny because i remember uh, talking about how i played it over new year's with my mate hunter and mm. just I've, I've been so bloody busy in this new year we've only just managed to finish the main story uh like about a week or so ago and uh, and yeah, so but I saw the year one pass. Yeah, I think it was like yeah, ten dollars and forty five cents or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yep, I'm gonna hit that up right away. <laughs> and yeah, no, the division two, fantastic, a lot of fun. So much fun. Uh, so Chris and I reinstalled it. We've got another friend who uh, I think he bought. Yeah, he did buy it. We just haven't played with him yet. But Chris and I were playing. Um, he's had the year one pass since uh, release because he bought like the whatever edition it is that has that included. Um, I just bought the standard edition. Um, and uh, so we're doing end game stuff and we get to a point where, yeah, Chris goes, yeah, let's do this mission. We walk up to um, the, the start of the mission and it goes your one of your one of the people you're playing with does not have the year one pass can't play and i was like well fuck i'm not i I don't want to 
buy that like the the new expansion is coming out next month like i'm probably gonna get that i'm not gonna fucking i'm not gonna play through year one the the the, the entire thing um and i just clicked on it just to see like how much it was and it was like ten dollars 45 and i was like fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> even if i just play that one mission i'd be like <laughs> that's awesome i mean I'm, I'm sure we're gonna play more like we're definitely gonna play some more but uh yeah that, that was that was a nice surprise so yeah i got back into it um i think for me it's a matter of getting the mechanics and all the meta um yeah getting that rust off you know because I, I i forgot how everything works yeah, totally man e- even for me who's been playing it sort of like semi-regularly since uh new year's mm. uh that like when you finish the main game they add like a whole another new skill tree and like the specializations and whatnot no i played like three four hours the other night not even realizing i had a grenade launcher i could have used the entire time i just didn't know what fucking button to press to pull the thing out so yeah no it's 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 totally one of those games it's typical games of service there's so many uh uh, different skill trees and upgrades and stuff to keep you interested in playing but but if you haven't been playing regularly then yeah it's it's really really daunting that's for sure yeah so i think the good the good thing was chris was kind of on the same boat so we still had fun Uh, i mean i remember how to shoot i remember how to take cover um but yeah, things like, you know, upgrading things and what you should do with the extra items that you've got on you and whatnot. Um, the other thing was, as you mentioned there, the specialization. So I've got this big, super powerful sniper rifle that I can use once in a while. And it you obviously need something to power it up to have access to it. Um, and I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so I think I've used it when I first got it. And since then... I yeah i don't know how to um yeah i i don't know how to <laughs> get that max there so i can use it again yeah so like, sorry yeah same same boat here i wouldn't wouldn't have a clue i yeah. had to i had to uh, google how to, to how to actually use my grenade launcher so i haven't got to the point <laughs> of being able to even use it yet to run out of oh, ammo shit. and have to figure out how i refill it again that's uh i'm yeah. glad to know that's going to be another issue <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a matter of looking it up, which yeah, I've, totally. I've apparently been too lazy to do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, still a lot of fun, man. I just love that. Oh, the systems are just, yeah, they just got it down pat, man. Taking cover, just popping out and get a few headshots and yeah, duck back down, use one of your gadgets and get this other guy around the corner who's behind cover or whatever. Oh, so satisfying, man so satisfying yeah the the, uh the special abilities or the the gadgets and whatnot i I feel were a massive improvement from the division one as well too they're they're a lot of fun to use in this uh and just on the environments that's one of the things i love about playing this game so much is it's just so fucking pretty they did such Mm. a good job with that post-apocalyptic washington it's yeah it's a lot of fun to run around and shoot stuff up that's for sure uh, but have you played much of the year one content yet? Because I haven't really had the chance nope. to jump into any of it. Yeah, exactly. I played that one mission. That was it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think, uh, what were we doing? I think maybe we were playing something else and then we switched. Yeah, we were playing Apex Legends and then uh, we got over that and moved to the Division 2. Uh, got the year one pass, played the mission and I was falling asleep. So I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep no definitely been there that's for and, sure and uh that was a week ago 
Oh God. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. Let me know when you're down to down to play some division two. I'm definitely yeah. down to hit up some of you and Chris. That's for sure. For like, sure, uh, man. probably I not. I want to get weekend. cracking on that year. What? Yes, that's yeah. Probably not this weekend for me either, man. I've got a, a, a packed weekend, but yeah, some stage soon for sure. Like, I want to get cracking on that year one content before the mm. uh, year two content starts because that uh, the Warlord update or, or whatever Sounds it is. Awesome. Sounds very interesting. As much as I thought. New York City wasn't the most exciting of environments to be running around. It'd be I'm curious to see how they're going to change it as it's been longer since the fall of uh, the USA in mm. that scenario. So yeah, and seeing it in a different season, not just all snowy and whatnot, will be yeah cool as well. I'm excited, definitely excited. Uh, all right, let's move on to. I'll just talk a little bit about Apex Legends because I jumped back in um, after season four. We're up to now. Jesus um, has just come out. Uh, now you mentioned before you've never played Apex Legends. No, but uh, you and uh, you and Chris, I think, could change my mind. So go for it, eh? Mm, why haven't you played it? Uh, online game, man. I'm just not really big to in online only games. I like having having a narrative. I think okay. There is- like Borderlands and Destiny get me is because you, you have a narrative to play through with your friends and whatnot. Yep. Whereas if it's just online competitive, I don't know, I find myself just getting really stressed out. <laughs> okay. No, that's fair enough. I mean, um, I've at some point, that's that's why I started playing The Elder Scrolls Online is because, yeah, I got a little bit sick of that, that sort of scene as well. Just getting home, wanting to relax, and I go into Call of Duty and I just get my ass handed to me. I'm just like, this is not why I play games. Um, and okay, just quickly on on Elder Scrolls Online, I got to say, mm-hmm. you talking about it on your your episode a few weeks back. Yeah, I was very close to picking it up, and I think I I, I may still, but we uh, have run out of pre-owned copies where I work, so I was <laughs> waiting for like a super cheap copy to come out because it sounds uh, yeah pretty cool. How much is it on um on PSN? It- well, if, if you want to get like, and I'd want to get up to sort of the newer, the oh, newer update, yeah. whatever, it's like, yeah, like 50 something bucks or something like that. Okay. I can pick up the older ones for like 10. I think. Right, right, right. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll see how I go. Yeah. Keep an eye out on it. Cause that's what I did. I mean, I've had the, the game for, for years. I, I think I got it when it came out and I've just been yeah on and off um, since then. Like I've only played it a turtle of, I don't know, maybe maybe twenty hours um, up until I got into it really seriously last year. Um, it's yeah, such an amazing game, dude. Uh, but yeah, what I did was I got the base game. I was like, if I still if I'm still playing it as I I, I plan to, um, I'll pick up the the expansions. And it just happened that um, yeah, it was uh, yeah elsewhere the collector's edition, which is normally like hundred and twenty bucks, was down to something like thirty. And that gives me every single expansion up until then uh, with a bunch of uh, cool cosmetic stuff like mounts and pets and armor styles, that sort of thing. Okay, and, nice. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Are you still playing regularly? I try to. Um, the thing is, the thing is, my sort of schedule, I guess, um, has changed quite heavily the past few months so i'll play a certain game while i'm streaming which will be uh, like twice a week normally tuesdays and thursdays and the other nights i try to keep free so i can do stuff with my wife or my friends mm. which means i don't normally play games during those those days anymore which i used to like at least play a little bit 
Mm. Um, so nowadays I'm really only playing those other games on the weekend. It would be like Friday night, Saturday night and on Sunday or something. Um, yeah. So I don't really play that much anymore. For Elder Scrolls Online, I haven't played this week at all. Like I log in every single day so I can um, get the daily rewards. Um, but I haven't actually actually played the game this week. Um, I definitely plan to tonight because that game just, it just, uh, it, it, I find it so relaxing. Right? Just going in there, just switch off. Uh, there's no, you know, toxic players shooting me while I'm trying to do my thing or whatever. It's like, if someone wants to fight you, they come up to you and go, hey, do you want to duel? And you go, no, fuck off. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's not something that happens. Like normally there's... Yeah. With those games, the great thing about it is because they've been around for so long, the people who are still playing it are like the diehard fans who actually care about the game. So you don't have those dickheads running around and you know just trolling or whatever um so yeah that's what i love about it man it's it's got mm. such a great community i'm part of a few guilds where people are just really nice to each other like there was a, a few weeks ago um i'll tell that story and then i'll, I'll move on <laughs> from <laughs> Elder Scrolls online sorry uh, for the no, 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 <laughs> thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about Elder Scrolls online yet again um <laughs> Uh, so it was when I started playing one of the um, the the expansions, um, uh, Somerset. So I got up to a bit where I uh, I've reached this boss, and I just couldn't beat him. It would just every time I would like get his health down about halfway, he would just regenerate, and he's got all these ads around him that like stop me from actually attacking him and get his health down again. And I was just like doing that over and over again. And like after maybe like 20 minutes of fighting him, I'd just die because there's nothing else I can do. Um, and I was just like, this is fuck. Like I need at least one more person to play with me. So I was like, Chris, can you help me? Um, and I can't remember what happened. It couldn't jump in with me for whatever reason. Hmm. Anyway, I just posted in... Um, one of the Discord servers uh, for a guild that I'm in. And I was like, hey, can someone help me just beat this boss? Um, he's, yeah, just kicking my ass. I just need literally just one more person to, like, hold off the the ad so I can attack the boss. That That's all that needs to happen because he just keeps regenerating while I'm attacking these other things that are around him. And this dude was just like, yeah, man, just add me. I'll jump in and uh, we'll do it. And literally, like, I've never spoken to the dude before. I added him. He jumped into my game. He helped me. We killed the boss. And he was like, all right, man. Like, did you need anything else? I was like, no, man. Thank you so much. And he was like, cool. I'm out. And that was it. I was like, thanks, man. Like, didn't have to do that. But yeah, just like always, like there's so many little communities that you can join in. And there's so many people happy to to help. And yeah, it's it's just an awesome game. The soundtrack is amazing. Like last time I was, uh, like I told you, um, the the trains were down, so I had to catch a bus home. It took me two hours to get home. I just had like Elder Scrolls soundtrack in my ears. I was just like zoning out on the bus, just chilling. <laughs> oh, it's so... Yeah, that sounds amazing. Like I, I really appreciate, like games have always been an escape for me. You know what I mean? Mm. If you know, I'm ever feeling down or anxious or something like that, games has always been my 
have always been my go-to because you can really they're, they're just the best form of escapism you're like you're, you're literally in another well not literally but you're figuratively <laughs> in another world you know you're controlling this character in this other in this other world and and uh yeah so a chill a game with a chill experience with uh with friendly people to play with always sounds nice to me like the only sort of similar experience i've had to that is uh trying to do uh, platinums in a couple of games and uh, just having a look through forums of people saying that they're trying to do a platinum and mm-hmm. and uh, to help them out and just messaging them through uh, PSN. And I've had people come and help me get certain trophies so I could platinum certain games. And there was just like, yeah, is there anything else, any other trophies I can help you with? I'm like, no, nah, man, let me know if you ever need help with any of yours. And they're like, sweet. And then we'll sort of both be on our way. And it's like yeah. sort of like a bit of trophy camaraderie, I guess. <laughs> So it's a little different, but yeah, I can definitely see myself getting into that. And I think they've they've got Elder Scrolls Online right now for thirty four ninety five, but I think it includes like up to like before elsewhere or something like that. Like it's it's up to before the last two most recent so expansions, have, I think. <laughs> okay, you'd have Somerset, um, uh, what's it called? Fucking Morrowind, and elsewhere. Okay, there you go. So, do, do, would you say that would be enough? Like, it would be worth jumping into at that point, or honestly, we- honestly, base game will keep you busy for hours and hours. There, there is, there's so much stuff to do in this game. Like, with just a base game. Like, I've only just started the second expansion. I've just started Morrowind, and I clocked in at, I think it was like 120 hours with one character. Um, and that's not finishing the base game, jumping okay. into uh, the first DLC, Somerset, finishing that, and a little bit of Morrowind. So, Damn, yeah, so, wow, I've, I've got a, a lot of stuff here to keep me entertained over the next, until Doom Eternal comes out, that's oh, for sure. Oh, I've got a yeah. feeling I'm going to end up jumping into Elder Scrolls online, because <laughs> I, was, I was that close after listening to your previous podcast. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> so yeah i think uh i think this has got it over the line oh hell yeah no, but yes yeah, seriously like the base game is is it's plenty i mean there's still heaps of shit to do in there um and then yeah maybe i don't know maybe do do what i did and just yeah see if you like it if you stick with it then maybe mm. invest in uh, the extra stuff the dlc because yeah it always go down in price and i expect uh, that's probably going to happen again before the the next big one comes out in june um which i'm super pumped about um but yeah oh another little story i want to bring up so um like i said i'm part of these like little communities on on facebook and discord and whatnot and it was one thing where this guy um uh, this this uh, elder scrolls online player uh, passed away recently um and uh, one of his friends organized like a memorial in the game so one of the modes in the game, the, uh, one of the PvP modes, um, I forgot what it's called, but essentially you've got three alliances and depending on one alliance you, you're in, you'll be fighting for them and fighting the other two alliances, right? Mm-hmm. It's huge scale, big armies fighting each other. Uh, you're taking over strongholds and, what's, and whatnot. It's it's massive. It's, it's super impressive 
but also super intimidating. So I haven't done that just yet, but I definitely plan <laughs> on doing it. That it sounds looks, really cool. Yeah, have a look into it. it. It looks super awesome. But anyway, so this dude tried to organize the, the memorial in that mode because you can support uh, so many other players in, in the one space. Mm. Um, and all three alliances actually joined up and just built like this massive walkway this and and he was just walking through it um and no one was attacking each other um just yeah in memory of this this player who passed away um i thought that was i thought that was really cool um so he made a youtube video about it and Zenimax, the developers of the game actually noticed it and they're putting a statue in the game holding a candle in memory of that that player um, so his name was James. So um, the bear is going to call is going to be called Samaj, like James in reverse. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. Like, yeah. oh man, this gets me right in the feels. Yeah. This is so so heartwarming. Oh, I, I I love hearing stories like that, and I always love when the developers get on board and they yeah. put an Easter egg in. That's just. Yeah, that's that's great. That's that's so wholesome and good. That's yeah, yeah that's and, and fantastic. like it's not you know like it's not a popular player or anything of the sort. Like it's just a regular dude. Uh, so it's not like when you know Robin Williams passed away and uh, in World of Warcraft you had the statue of the genie or whatever. It's just mm. really just a regular dude. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're actually putting a, an Easter egg for him in the game. So yeah, I thought I'd, I'd bring that up because I thought that was yeah really wholesome. Uh, and the players not attacking each other, like yeah, the, dude, that the was willpower there. Surely one of them is just like it'd be so funny if I just <laughs> swung my sword right now. Good on them to yeah have that. Kind I think of I think a couple of people like uh, weren't cheeky, happy cheeky. about it, uh, <laughs> like because you can see in the video they still got the the game chat. Um, and some of the texts were like, "What the fuck are you doing, you plebs? Like, why are you playing the game or some shit like that?" Uh, but yeah, majority of the people, like, it, we're talking like dozens of players. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just looked really impressive. Um, but yeah, so cool. All right, let's move on from the Elder Scrolls, which was not on the agenda. <laughs> I'll quickly, I'll quickly talk about uh, Apex Legends because I think it's worth bringing up uh, because uh chris and i have been making jokes about it for a while where we just uh, yeah once every few every every few months we reinstall apex legends play it for a bit and then delete it and <laughs> wait for the next update um i don't know what it is about this one but i i'm really enjoying it i went back in uh last week um and i was doing okay for once and i was having a lot of fun and then chris joined in uh, I played it on stream on Tuesday night. Uh, got to play with um, someone from the UK, another dude from uh, the United States. So you have three a squad of three people from different parts of the world, which I thought was really awesome. And we we're just having fun um, going around. And so it's a it's a brand new map. Um, there's new little things here and there, but essentially it's still pretty much the same game, right? Um, so I'm not sure what I'm enjoying so much about the game this time around, but uh, I think there's just enough for me to 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 get back in. Uh, the map is different enough, so it feels fresh. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think the progression is a little bit 
better as well because that's the that's the thing that i don't like about most battle royale games is the there's no real carrot at the end of the stick you're just essentially doing the same thing over and over again Mm. um but i think uh yeah they've added challenges and all that in there so it's yeah something for me to do not enough for me to invest in the battle pass but yeah I, i just like that it's um uh, I can play in short bursts. Like like I said to you last week, Chris and I were playing for a few games and then we decided, okay, we're done now. We're going to move on to the division. And, uh, you know, it's fine. Like, I don't feel like I needed to go back in or like I didn't feel like, you know, I need to find out what happens in the next chapter of Apex Legends or whatever. It's like, I feel like playing Apex Legends. I'm going to jump in, maybe play one game and then turn it off. I just, I just always need a game like that in my rotation. Um, yeah, a palette cleanser. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's been good. It's been good. Um, it's it's still free, so there's no... You know, it's like uh, even if you play, you don't like it. It's, you haven't invested any money in it, and it's, uh, no, it's good fun. It's good fun. Um, the other thing I picked up this week, I felt like, yeah, I don't know. I, I was a little bit disgusted in myself, I'll be honest. Um, but I found out that Bayonetta and Vanquish, uh, came out, the, the remastered edition came out this week. Um, and you can get a physical copy in this beautiful steel case and, I literally found out about it, went to JB Hi-Fi after work and purchased it. It was $59 for two games, two very fun games. Have you played either of them before? I have not played either of them and I Ooh. want to. So, oh, dang, I may be following in your footsteps pretty shortly. Okay. Have you played well, Devil May Cry, any of them? I, I played... Uh, I played... <laughs> Uh, was it DMC, the one that everybody oh. loved with the Dante where they changed the hair color or whatever and all that? Yeah, nah. Uh, I played that one. I actually thought it was a, a pretty fun game, but I hadn't played the previous ones before. Okay. But Bayonet is one I've always seen the reviews come out of and if it's always been on Nintendo consoles and I've never had one, but I'm very fortunate yeah. that my housemate has a Switch that he never fucking uses. So <laughs> I, I'm very it's likely to pick proxy. up Bayonetta now. This just seems like a perfect opportunity. I love I love action hack and slash games like God of oh. War and whatnot. So oh, cool. Bayonetta okay. is great. I, I really enjoyed Nier Automata as well. It's the same developers as Platinum Games. So and, and Vanquish I heard was a really cool take <sighs> on third person shooters. So Vanquish yeah. is awesome dude. So fun fact. Couple of fun facts actually. Uh, number one, I picked up Near Automata just before we started recording the show because it's on special on PSN for like $27 or something. Nice. Um, I played the demo and I thought the game was awesome and um, I just never bought it for some reason. So I'm really excited to play that. Fun fact number two, I bought Vanquish for the third time this week. <laughs> <laughs> so how How does that happen so i've got it on ps3 um so i got that when it uh, i think when it first came out um i've got it on pc because it was dirt cheap on um steam and it looks better than the playstation 3 version and i really wanted to play it probably last year or the year before um and steel case 
I mean, have you seen a steel case? No, I haven't, but now I want to. Are you a fan of steel cases? Yeah, I haven't. I don't own any steel cases, but I'm definitely down to start a collection. I've only really just started now accruing some more nerdy things in my my Mm. day-to-day life. So that, that... that could be the start of an, an obsession. I just got to be careful here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good I don't want to. Yeah. Good anyway. call. Um, it's, on, it's on my Twitter page if you want to have a look, but it's got uh, the front, it's got uh, Bayonetta, and it's all embossed nicely, colorful. And then at the back, it's Vanquish. Same thing, embossed. And oh, it just, it's easily one of my favorite ones and i've got quite a few <laughs> um but uh yeah i played a little bit of both vanquish is still a blast it's like fast-paced first-person shooter where you can he's got like little jetpacks everywhere on his suit so you can like slide on your knees um and dodge shit and have all these different wacky guns and whatnot you've got this slow-mo move that you can do if you're aiming down the sights and dodging it goes into slow-mo for a few seconds and you can do all these cool moves and Uh. it's so stylish and fast-paced and it's it's an awesome game it's it's a blast i love vanquish uh bayonetta i never actually played before uh i played bits of it i think there was a demo of it back in the day so uh, that must be why i played it and I thought it was really cool. It's like that's why I brought up Devil May Cry. It's 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 very similar mm. um, in terms of gameplay. Um, she's got the guns that she can use to like stall the enemy while you're trying to chain uh, your combo and whatnot. Mm. Um, so this is my first time playing through the game, and I played the first maybe three levels. Uh, those the gameplay still awesome, so much fun really cool shit you can do in there all sorts of cool combos and different um weird things you can do like you can slow down time uh and do some cool combos there's another thing where you can like turn the analog stick uh 360 degrees and then press triangle and it goes into like this uh different view where you can just aim at different enemies and and shoot them um all sorts of cool stuff like it's really awesome but the cinematics have not just not the cinematics in terms of graphics um i think the acting is absolutely terrible um (laughs) the dialogue the just everything just everything it's it's so bad <laughs> like it's oh it's it's embarrassing like i i'm i'm probably gonna Man. start skipping them i have i have a big problem with skipping cinematics personally yes. because oh. i never know what i'm missing out on mm. you know what i mean it's yep. like yeah they're shit i want to skip them but then what if something important happens but at the same time I'm like how much story can this game have <laughs> not that much uh, but like, for example, at the start, so she's dressed up as a a nun, apparently, but she's wearing like tight white clothes and a veil. Because, because anime? Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, she's <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're um, in a graveyard and like doing some weird shit, some weird ritual or whatever. Um, anyway, uh, at some point, some angels come down and they're your, your enemies um so you fight those angels um and this 
cinematic starts and they're really long as well for some weird reason um anyway she's fighting them doing all these weird cool moves and um one of them like cuts cuts her leg on the side so but it just cuts like her pants right and then it goes to her back and it cuts like across her butt so you can see her butt naked and then it goes to the front and does the same thing with her boobs and every time it happens it's in like slow motion and she's like moaning for some reason (laughs) Uh, and i was just like what the fuck this is made for like a 14 year old fucking pubescent teenager Um, and then that happens and then she just rips her clothes off and i don't know if you know the the story but I think it's her hair, I'm pretty sure. Like, she's dressed up in her hair. Like, her hair makes her clothes. It's it's weird like that. Um, yeah, that's what happens. I was just like, like that wasn't necessary. Like, what? I, I'm glad no one was around watching me watch this gut scene because I was like, that's so fucking bad. And, like, you got all these, like, cheesy cheesy catchphrases and stuff and it's it's real bad <laughs> it has not aged well uh but the game itself is really fun still really fun so yeah i think i'm just gonna skip the cutscenes from now on <laughs> um but yeah um definitely I, I mean it's nothing of the caliber of like uh crash bandicoot insane trilogy or things like that so I, it's definitely not done from the ground up it's just uh risking just yeah nicer textures and stuff a remaster not a remake yeah exactly right uh but still still decent very much playable a hundred percent so yeah definitely would recommend it like i said it's only 59 dollars for those two games you can buy them separately as well which is great um so Mm. if you like one or uh, one not the other you can do that as well um with the physical copy i've never seen that done before um where you go you put the disc in it comes up with the the icon so i'm playing on playstation 4 and there's a little drop down thing and you choose which game you want to play uh so you can install one and not the other and uh it's only they're both pretty small like just installed off the the disc really quickly um and uh, yeah small day one patches and i was playing the game pretty much straight away which is uh an absolute luxury these days you don't have to wait bloody six hours until you can start playing the game so yeah. <laughs> uh yeah that was refreshing so yeah the vanquish and bayonetta get on it get on it now zach i've been looking forward to this all week Let's talk about those PlayStation 4 back buttons, man. So it sounds like you've had a bit more time to spend uh, with those bad boys. Um, I've only spent Tuesday night, really, with them. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your experience with the PlayStation 4 back buttons. So I picked up uh, the back button when it was released on Friday, I believe, Friday last week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I've had a little bit of time with it now and I totally uh, wanted to have more time with it and that's why I didn't talk about it on the podcast. It's not because I forgot to talk about it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the, the PS4 back button. Um, have you ever used an uh, Xbox Elite controller before? I have not. 
Okay, so neither have I. So this is my first experience with any kind of back button before. So like the, the, the initial reaction was like, ah, what the fuck is this on the bottom of my controller? <laughs> you know, like it's just, it's there's too much controller in my hands right now. So like, but that I think that's just, you know, so many years of muscle memory, you know, and then all yeah. of a sudden something's something there. But like really it fits in it quite well and it does look really sleek when it's attached to the controller and I like the little LED. Um, it's really simple to assign the paddles to what uh, whatever button you want to use. Like you just yeah, hold down that face button and then tap the paddles until you have what you want. So you can sort of uh, just pause the game and change on the fly if you like, which is really cool. But uh, I, I found... Um, I played I played it mostly with uh, uh, Days Gone because I was, I was working oh. through the Platinum on that uh, over, over last week. And I assigned the left paddle to square and the right to triangle. So that way when I was getting chased by hordes, I can reload and uh, change weapons and still have control over my camera and whatnot. Nice. And uh, it, it, I think at, at this point, like I, I, there hasn't been a point where it's clicked and I'm like, okay, this is life-changing. I need to use this in every game now. But I think it's still just still too new like i've had it for a week and uh, it's it's i think it's just going to take me a while to get used to but there was certainly a few moments here and there where i've i've sort of i've remembered to use it i'm like okay that was that was really helpful it was actually um it was actually quite helpful in children of mortar because oh. uh, you have like a, a dash and a special attack and you use the right stick to uh, you can use the right stick to attack, and I prefer doing it that way because you can control what direction you're attacking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was using uh, the left paddle was X and the right paddle was triangle to use the special. So I was evading with one button and using the special with the other, and then I could continue to attack using the right stick as well too. And I found that that very useful there, but. Still, just every now and again, I'll, I'll sort of just I'll forget that they're there and go and hit the face button again or something like that. <laughs> so it's it's just I think it's just a matter of getting used to. But for me, I think if you're uh, looking for a, a, a reasonably a reasonably priced way to play with a couple of back buttons with with decent quality, I think it's a a, a pretty good option. I know what what did, what, did, what do you think of it? I agree, man. I think it's uh, yeah, it, it fits in nicely. It doesn't make your the, the big question that uh, I've been asked every single time uh, someone brings it up is, does it make your controller feel bulkier? Um, I don't think so. I think it, it it does fit in nicely. It doesn't yep. feel any heavier, really. Um, hmm. And you're still in the same position as uh, how your hand would be sitting if you yep. didn't have the buttons there. It just hmm. happens that you have buttons there, and it, it's. Uh, it may look like you may sometimes press it accidentally, but that's ha- that hasn't happened to me. Um, it, it, it does require you to actually press the buttons to push them in uh, and mm. you get this nice clicking noise so you know it's actually being pressed. Um, so I think it would be pretty hard to actually press it by accident, uh, which is good. Um, the My only sort of complaint, I guess, I, I don't know what's involved in this, but I wish that the the screen was at the front like mm. to me um as far as i can tell it, it doesn't take the entire circle circular area right it's mm. only that little strip there um so i'm not sure why it's been decided to be put at the back maybe because the buttons are there i don't know um but mm. uh I, I think it would have been it would have made more sense to have them at the front 
um, seeing as uh, you're playing the game, like you said, you just pause and you want to change on the fly. It's kind of weird to me to have to turn my controller over and do that. Yeah, to- totally. Yeah, that 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 is weird. The only thing I could think is maybe they were worried about you know the light being distracting, but it's way dimmer than what the light bar that that's there. And also, it turns off if, anyway, you're, if you're not so. if you're not using it. it turns off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, a weird a weird choice there. Maybe mm. yeah, I, I get maybe they wanted to put that full circle on there rather than just the strip, or yeah. maybe there's more going on inside that that that. Part yeah, that's the thing. I don't know what's involved in it. So yeah. Mm. But, but at, uh, at the front would have definitely, yeah. yeah. Definitely I, another thing was like when I'm assigning the buttons, um, I tend to, I, I don't know if you've done that as well, but I'm like, okay, so this is left, this is right. But also like it's in reverse because you, you have your control upside down. I'm like, it's hard for me to register like how it's actually going to be feeling, which one I want. So then I turn the controller back over and then I go, okay, this is what it would be like. Turn it over again and go, okay, this is what I want. I don't know, I just... No, you're you're absolutely right. That was a problem for me at first, but I found after I changed it a couple of times, I I got pretty sort of used to it sort of working that way. Same as like just having something extra there on your controller. Yeah, it it doesn't feel bulky, but I I did notice it at first. It was just a weird experience. That's just because you're not used to having something there. Yeah. But I, I could see people like being obsessed with this thing and playing with that with only with that plugged into their controller i could definitely see some people going very hard into it but if you're a casual gamer then definitely do not pick this up it is is not for you it's 100 a a luxury like you do not need it at all um we did have a conversation i think a lot of people would have the same conversation but um since this has come out does that mean future controllers are going to have the buttons like is the ps5 controller just going to have those back buttons as a a, as a default um i don't think so i now that i've used it um yeah like you said it it, it's not for everyone it's definitely something extra that you might need to uh for for me in my head it was always i kind of want this for a a shooter because Mm. You're aiming with your the right stick, so using your right thumb. You're having to take your thumb off to use those face buttons. Um, if I have those two extra buttons, I can assign them to one of the fa- uh, two of the face buttons. I don't have to take my thumb off the thumbstick. Um, so I decided to play some Apex Legends um, and test them out, and uh, I think it works great. So I had it to reload and jump, so square and X. I'm going to try a few different combinations, but um, yeah, it definitely worked out pretty well. Like I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm having a firefight with someone. I'm trying to jump around and, and I can still aim straight at them. Um, that was really handy. So yeah, I'm, I'm keen to try a few different things. Um, I've done one. So the other thing as well, you can um, have a few different uh, templates saved a couple i think it's like four different profiles you can have uh on the one thing so you can set them to maybe depending on what game you're playing uh you might go yeah square and triangle when you're playing call of duty or uh r1 and i don't know what else for another game um so i've done one for elder scrolls online but i haven't really had the chance to to test today so i'm looking forward to doing that um but I think it would be the same thing. Like sometimes you have a lot of enemies on screen and it's hard to 
you know, um, it, it would def- definitely would make it easier if I if I can keep my thumb on that right stick and use the back buttons to to do my special moves, especially something like Elder Scrolls Online when where you have all these all these combinations that you can do um, mm. with different abilities and stuff. So. I could totally see it uh, being very useful in games like Jedi Fallen Order where you're attacking with the face buttons and whatnot because uh, you can have a lot of enemies attacking you and having control of the camera in those moments could definitely definitely help a lot. So I'm looking forward to giving it a crack on yeah, some kind of action combat game that uh, is using the face buttons a bit. But I, th- I think a lot of them have already shifted now to using R1 and R2, a bit like Dark Souls and whatnot. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be good for those, as you said, special abilities and stuff though, though as well too, to crack those out without having to hit face thinking. buttons. It's yeah. good thinking. I might try that because I still haven't, I haven't gone back to Fallen Order since last time we st- we, we spoke about it. Um, oh, you're still up to that moment. Oh, you're at, oh, yeah, you're, yeah. So I might go back in and, and uh, yeah, change those controls, use the back buttons. There you go. Sounds pretty good. I might do that after, after we finished recording, I reckon. <laughs> Oh, don't say that. I've got to go to bloody work. <laughs> stay home and play games. Sorry, bro. Sorry, oh, bro. I hate being an adult. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's it's, no, it's not the best. It's not the worst either, right? Like, yeah, I was it, about to say, yeah, maybe it's better to be a kid, but no, I don't think so. I can... not, it's nice having uh, having freedom and whatnot as well. Yeah, exactly. A bit, a bit of give and take there. That's it. Ah, uh, responsibilities. <laughs> Adulthood. <laughs> God damn it. Um, all right, Zach, I think uh, it's a good time to to wrap up this bad boy. What do you say? Yeah, damn, we're nearly punching on two hours nearly, aren't we? Holy bloody... moly. Not bad. Yeah, we've done decent. Good on us. There you go. Zach, please tell the people where they can uh, follow your endeavors on the internet and tell us about what you do, man. Okay, so you can uh, check me out on News to Reviews. You will find News to Reviews anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You can also hit us up on all the uh, social networks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter is probably the best place to keep track of us. Our Twitter handle is at News to Reviews. That's with a number two instead of the word two. So Pretty similar to what I'm doing right here with with Roger on Button Mash. We talk about some gaming stories and we talk about some gaming impressions and we just have a ball doing it. Just like, yeah, here. Awesome. Sounds good, man. And you do a great job. So make sure you guys give them a listen um, for everything Button Mash podcast. Uh, we've got a link tree, which uh, I understand like reading it out. It's probably not the the best thing, but uh, you will find the actual link in the show notes. So it's link tr one word dot double e forward slash buttmash pod. If you go to that link, you can actually find all sorts of little links um, to our socials, website, um, podcast directories, that sort of thing. You can find buttmash pretty much everywhere these days um best place to keep up with us is probably on twitter as well so um handle is button mash pod on there we've got a website www.buttonmashpod.com you can email us your feedback good or bad at buttonmashpod at gmail.com and i also stream on twitch a couple of times a week uh, we've been playing the sims and played a bit of apex legends this week because i really wanted to test out the back buttons and it came, they came 
in uh on the day when i was streaming so really want to test them out uh but we're thinking of switching things up so yeah make sure you you get on there twitch.tv forward slash button mash pod i'm gonna be i'm gonna be trying some uh vr streaming soon oh nice should be interesting yeah i'll I'll, I'll definitely check that out that sounds (laughs) cool uh would you be willing to play something like uh resident evil 7 by hell no Hell no. Oh, no way. No. That, I, I Mate, would watch you shitting your pants on so, stream. So, sure. so here's the problem, right? Like, <laughs> I can't even handle the game not in VR. Right? So I don't see myself playing. Like, anyone who's finished the game in VR has all of my respect. <laughs> all of it. um i just i can't do it i can't do it i like the idea of horror games and i i like playing them a little bit just to i don't know just to know what it feels like um but i just i can't i just can't i've i've never really i can't think of any horror games that i've actually finished apart from maybe fear which is not the scariest game out there um i finished uh was it the yeah the evil within uh recently which again not I don't even really consider it a horror game, to be honest. Um, but yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. I'm thinking, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Firewall Zero Hour. I've got a few people who want to play that with me um, online. So we'll give that a crack. Alrighty. Well, I just want to say, yeah, thanks for having me on again, man. There's bloody an absolute uh, cracker of a time it was a yeah a lot of fun i'm definitely down to do a podcast with uh with chris at some stage too finally meet the lads so, yeah. <laughs> for sure man no we'll make it happen we will make it happen don't you worry we'll get it sorted out but thank you very much for 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 coming coming on with uh, such short notice man um do appreciate that um and guys thank you very much for listening to the show supporting us every week um yeah make sure that you check out zach and Lockie on the news to reviews podcast uh but for now that's it so you guys have a wonderful week